Welcome to the Masterful Coach Podcast with Molly Claire, where coaches learn skill mastery, business mastery, and life mastery at a whole new level. If you're serious about creating a meaningful coaching business that makes a difference, you're in the right place. And now your host, master life and business coach, Molly Claire. Hey coach, I hope you're ready to be uplifted and inspired today. I've invited Brittany Schroeder on the podcast to share her personal story about how the loss of her son inspired her to actually take massive action to impact the world. Now, this episode is totally different than any other episode I've done talking about her nonprofit organization, but I feel so strongly that this powerful mission she has, which is really infusing compassion in today's youth and encouraging service as a way to actually heal and grow, is just too important not to share with you. So I've had Brittany on the podcast before. She is a driven, highly successful entrepreneur, and she brings this same drive and focus to her nonprofit organization, which is called the Compassion Club or the Compassion Foundation. And of course, she also brings really an extra dose of purpose, love, and just a clear mission to spread goodness in the world. So I thought, what better time to share this with you than this week? It's American Thanksgiving. I know many people are gathering with family and focusing on gratitude and goodness. And I hope this gives you something meaningful to talk about around the dinner table. So enjoy this episode. Here's Brittany. All right, coaches. So this episode is a little bit different uh, because I'm actually talking with Brittany Schroeder, who is indeed a business owner and coach <laughs> and helps people just like you. But we're actually talking today about her nonprofit. And I wanted to bring her on for several reasons. First and foremost, because I think the work that Brittany's doing, I'll introduce her in just a minute, but the work she's doing is so meaningful and so important. And I believe that a lot of what's behind her mission is very much in line with so many of what you all are doing as coaches, trying to reach people, trying to have an impact and even with a nonprofit, right? It's essentially a business in that you are building something up. I think you're going to love this. She's brilliant as a business owner <laughs> and I've had her on the podcast before. So lots of good stuff there. And we're really going to talk about the mission behind this amazing movement and just the benefit that it can be. So let's dive in. Hey, Brittany, awesome. how are you? Hey, thanks for having me. I always love chatting with Molly. So this is so great. Good. Yeah. 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 You were on the podcast before talking about list building, of course, and then helped with some automation in my business yeah. and yeah. Um, all yeah. of that. So, yeah. Awesome. I'm so, I'm excited to be here. So yeah, I've like, I've worked in nonprofit, you know, the nonprofit sector for 15 plus years. And so, mm -hmm. you know, obviously there's so much more that I can learn about it, but it's been such a, a cool thing. And I know a lot of people have the desire to do something and to give mm -hmm. back in a way. So mm -hmm. yeah. Right. What do you want to know about let's, like not, yeah, all the things, so all the things. What is your nonprofit and what inspired you to start it? Okay. Well, let me give you a little background first. Um, when I was like younger, I always wanted to, I wanted to join the Peace Corps. And I feel like that totally ages me because <laughs> like, because you know what it is, but a lot of people are like the Peace 
hardcore, you know, uh-huh. <laughs> but I always like, I always had this, like, I always wanted to go to a third world country and help and do, you know, all these things. Yeah. And, you know, so I've always had a passion for like helping and serving. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it's interesting because like just our, our journey in, in our businesses and everything where like I went to school, I wanted to do something in healthcare. And, mm-hmm. and part, and part of the reason was because I thought that's how I would get to like help others in, in third world mm-hmm. countries and stuff. So it's funny, mm-hmm. but I graduated um, with a bachelor's in exercise science and health. And then I never, I never went back and did anything medical. And then I've never done anything in exercise science and health, but mm-hmm. you know, like I, you know, eventually obviously have always had like an entrepreneurial heart. And so, mm-hmm. you know, it kind of led me there. I would, you know, move to a place and I would want to get involved and I would be on committees and I was, I helped with Mm -hmm. children's hospitals. I did the boys and girls club. Like I did a bunch of different nonprofit work. And then, I mean, it was probably, I mean, it was years ago, probably like 10 years ago, nine or 10 years ago. And I had the opportunity to go to Haiti. I was a photographer at the time. And Mm -hmm. that is what, and that is what got me to the third world country was my my photography. And so they'd asked me to come and photograph opening a school. and it was one of the most life-changing experiences that I have ever had. And one of the co-founders, like she would speak to us at night. And one of the things she said is like, you don't choose Haiti, Haiti chooses you. Mm. And like, there's not a true statement. Like I was completely, just my heart was in Haiti. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, shortly after that, the business person in me was like, we've got to raise more money because we were educating Mm -hmm. kids in Haiti. Mm -hmm. And so I would go over there and I would, take pictures of these kids, these amazing professional pictures. Mm. And it was such a, like a cool experience, but then they um, asked me to be on the board and I was PR. So I was fundraising Mm. and raising money Mm -hmm. and, you know, it was, it was like such a cool experience. You know, Mm. we raised over a hundred thousand dollars in, you know, and in addition, got all these kids sponsored. And I did that for four years and I would, I would go to Haiti every year. So, you know, we have all these things in our life where we're like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. This is Mm -hmm. it, you know? Mm -hmm. And then, and then something else comes along. You're like, no, this is it, you know, but Uh it was like such a cool, like, I mean, life-changing, like just such a humbling experience. And you always have a transformation when you do these things. And I think a lot of times Mm -hmm. we are driven by, oh, look at me, I'm in Haiti. Like, you know, we like the accolades, we like all that, but Mm -hmm. my real change was like when nobody was watching, when I would spend mm-hmm. hours. I remember one time I was working on a project and it was to get these kids a meal a day because a mm-hmm. lot of times they're not eating. Mm-hmm. And I remember like it took me months and months and months to get it. And I remember when I got the email that said, Hey, we want to sponsor this. Just tears. Like mm-hmm. just, it was one, I, one of the things I like was the most proud of in my life that I like, mm-hmm. I got this. So how I started my nonprofit is yeah. in 2017, my son passed away and he was 14, almost 15. And, um, and he, and he passed away and it was, you know, I had seen how like serving and and I'd known this my whole life, like just Mm -hmm. how healing serving others was. Mm-hmm. And how, like, that is how you overcome adversity is by, um, there's a quote and I, this isn't it word for word, but it's a Tony Robbins quote. And it says like, we only suffer when we think of ourselves mm-hmm. and 
And I love that quote. And um, what had happened is I was a high school senior photographer at the time. Mm-hmm. And I, and I love teenagers, like mm-hmm. little kids are fun. They're cute, but like teenagers are my jam. Mm-hmm. And my son that passed away, his name was Gage. And mm-hmm. he was just so social and mm-hmm. love, so extroverted and just love people, kids at our house all the time. And when he passed away, like these kids kept coming to my house and it was like knock after knock after knock. And these kids, and he was a freshman at the time and it was like middle schoolers. It was like seniors. It was like all mm-hmm. over the place. Mm-hmm. And, and he was, he was, he was completely gifted. He was like brilliant, you know? Mm-hmm. And so he was in the gifted and talented programs, but he was also like a wrestler on the wrestling team. So it was just mm-hmm. like, it was the academics. It was the jocks. It like, it yeah. was everything. Yeah. And one of the things like as a young mom, like, I used to do all the time was like apologize for my son because he taught, it was just a talker mm-hmm. and he just talked and talked and talked to everybody. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, Oh, I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry if he's bugging you. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, that ended up being like the biggest blessing to so many people. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so after he passed away, we just started getting like letters and text. Mm-hmm. Me- I like me, mm-hmm. like text messages and letters and DMs. I mean, hundreds, like I probably have like over 500 like letters, messages, Wow! just like all these where he had just like impacted them. He touched their Mm. life in in some way. He was also like an entrepreneur. Like he used to clean people's garbage cans. He was the can man. I got cards printed up for him. And oh my gosh. And so he would go to door to door and I was getting letters from these people that he had cleaned their garbage cans. And just, I mean, just like, it was just like such a beautiful thing. And, um, I remember like the kids at my house and, um, my friend, people started bringing flowers and I'm like such a minimalist and such a practical person. Uh-huh. And I was like, don't send flowers and like this stuff. Like that's such a waste. Like don't waste your money. And my girlfriend said, Brittany, what if we started, you want to be a doctor? We're like, what if we started like a scholarship fund in his name? Mm-hmm. And and I was like, I love that idea. And she put up a GoFundMe and literally within days, there was $30,000 in mm-hmm. donations. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's still, even at that time, I'm, I am like, what am I going to do? Like, I still didn't know what I was going to do. And mm-hmm. I remember meeting with uh, another nonprofit, another lady that had a nonprofit. Her son had passed away mm-hmm. at the time we were in El Paso. And she said, he will tell you what to do. Mm-hmm. You just need, you just need to listen. He will Mm -hmm. tell you what to do. And we saw these kids, you know, coming to our house and I saw these kids struggling and, you know, at that age, it's like, they're turning to drugs and alcohol and sex. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I was like, we, we have to help them. Mm -hmm. We have to, we have to help them. And Brittany were, so the, so all these kids coming to your house, was it coming to you in terms of like grieving and dealing with losing your son? Is yeah. that, yeah. 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 And it was just like, they, they wanted peace. Like I remember mm. we would let the kids go in, in his room and we would mm. find letter, we would find letters like under his pillows and stuff. And I remember one specific letter from one of his best friends. And it said like, I, I feel like I'm losing my best friend, but I feel like I'm losing my family too, because he'd spent mm. so much time at our house. Mm-hmm. 
And I just remember thinking like, we have to help them. We have to help them to grieve. We have to show them mm-hmm. that they need to like serve others. And mm-hmm. so I, I, so I was just like, okay, we're going to do something. At the time I had a kid in each school, Gage was in high school. My middle was in middle school and my daughter was in elementary school. Mm-hmm. And we just saw all these kids. I mean, all ages just like struggling. I mean, anytime somebody young dies in a community, like it affects yeah. the community. Oh, absolutely. I said, we need to start, like we need to serve. We need to do service. Mm. And I, and I said, let's start a club. And at first it was like to grieve, you know, like I thought like that, mm-hmm, but, um, mm-hmm. and we met with the school district and I said, can I start clubs at my kids' schools? And they were like, absolutely. How can we support you? Mm-hmm. And so we started the compassion club. Like we started going to the schools and like, we would tell stories about Gage and then we would do like random acts of kindness and service. Mm. And then during that time, like I, you know, I was a high school senior photographer and I had like a a pretty good following Mm -hmm. and people would reach out and say, how can I bring that to my kid's school? Like my kid is struggling. I had kids Mm -hmm. like, can I bring this to my school? Like I am struggling. And, you know, all of these kids reaching out to me, just like saying like, Please help me. Can I, can I do this? I, mm-hmm. we need this. We need this. Really? And so, yeah, it, I mean, it, it really sounds like sort of the healing power in serving and helping and thinking of others, whether it's these kids, like it sounds like it started out as these kids grieving that loss and then yeah. other people reaching out for all the myriad of things that, that we all suffer with and grieve and, oh, yeah. and are challenged yeah. with. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, and so at that time I was like, this, this is it. People wanted it at the yeah. school. And I was like, how do, how do we get this at the school? And so, and then at that time we were like, let's do a nonprofit and form mm-hmm. a nonprofit. And I mean, this could be a whole other episode on how to form, how to put together a yeah. nonprofit. But yeah. you know, at, at the time when you, when you are like grieving, everybody wants to help. Like, what can I do? What can I do? And, yes. I, and I often, I often say, like, I wish. Sorry, I'm getting like so emotional here. But I wish everybody treated us like the way that I was treated when I lost my son. I wish that's mm. how we like thought of everybody. You know, on yes. every day because like that was like the hardest thing I'd ever gone through. But like people go through stuff that is the hardest thing that they've ever gone through. And like, are we, are we treating people with like that mindset that like, we're all going through something hard and and just treat with love and kindness all the time. Yes. And so anyway, so I had people like, I had somebody reach out like an attorney that didn't know me and was like, I will do all the paperwork and you know, mm. and so we put together like the nonprofit and, um, it's, it's the Gage Schroeder foundation, mm-hmm. um, compassion foundation, but it's mm-hmm. also called the compassion club too. But mm-hmm. anyway, and so then it was like, I, you know, like I'd been a nonprofit, so then you have to get a board. And so we put together a board and it was like a labor of love, but like over a year we mm-hmm. worked on like putting together like a curriculum mm-hmm. and you know, and it has like all a bunch of different values, like mm-hmm. compassion, kindness, forgiveness, service, mm-hmm. charity, all of them. And then we put together, uh, you know, like s- quotes and stories and mm-hmm. a ton of like activity ideas. And so that was kind of like the curriculum. And, you know, we sell those curriculums. 
And the money that we get from those curriculums, and then we also do a big fundraiser every year, mm-hmm. it, we take that money and we give scholarships mm-hmm. back to kids in compassion clubs. And so since 2017, we've given over $40,000 in scholarships. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. back, back to just like really good, nice kids, you know, yeah. they, they're yeah. not, might not be academic, they might not be athletic, but just like good kids that Mm -hmm. honestly are going to make the biggest impact in Mm -hmm. the world, you know? Mm -hmm. So that was kind of like, so we have clubs all over the U S you know? And so, so the, the compassion foundation or compassion club is really, it's a chance for these kids to be a part of something where they're, they're learning some of these core values and really putting them into action as well, right? Like serving, sort of learning and living all of these values and having a place and a way to do it together. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and I, I think the hardest thing, you know, if I'm talking about like struggles and this is, it's a mental health issue. And, you know, what I have found is that, we focus on a lot of things. This is not a, not a priority with a lot of, and, and and I'm giving, and I'm giving like educators, I'm giving, throwing them a bone here. Like they are dealing with a lot, but it's also like, I say this to the kids all the time. It doesn't matter if you like are super smart and you graduate top of the class. It doesn't matter Mm -hmm. what kind of athlete you are. If you don't Mm -hmm. learn to be a good person, you will fail at life. Mm -hmm. Like you have to learn these skills. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we can't assume that they are getting them at home because Mm -hmm. they're not. And, and this generation of kids is the loneliest generation of kids because Mm -hmm. of social media, their phones, Um, like they're losing like that, like connection. And so you know, so it's, you know, there's such a need. I mean, I agree. I think that, I think more and more kids are not serving and helping nearly as much as, you know, as we used to. It seems like people live in ways that are much more autonomous, individualized, Mm -hmm. stay to yourself. There's less human connection and there's less really helping and supporting one another. And, and, you know, when you were talking, speaking to just this idea that kids need this, because I know um, you and I had spoken about this before this interview that for one of my sons, I, I really wanted to have him be able to be involved in a place where he could, you know, learn and give and serve and have some of these values be something that were actionable. And the only place I knew to do that was through our church. Mm-hmm. which is great unless you mm-hmm. have a kid that says I don't want to be in church yeah. I don't relate to those kids and it made it really challenging because I'm like how do I meet him where he, he is and expose him to these things that I know are so valuable and be able to find an entry point that works for him yeah and yeah. I didn't know you existed I didn't know this <sighs> existed or this would be the answer right because yeah I think that when when we as as kids as a society participate in caring about and serving others and doing good i think it fills us up i think it's healing i think it grows our character and i just think it it binds us together as human beings in a society 
Oh, absolutely. And and there's nothing, honestly, that bonds you better than serving and than mm-hmm. serving others, you know, mm-hmm. and, and it, it's just like the greatest experience. I think of like my son had the opportunity this last summer and he went to Africa and he was there for over two weeks. And they were actually, cause I, like I've done schools before with Haiti and in my head, I thought that's what he's doing. He's going to be painting walls and putting signs up. No, they were like, like ax picking concrete mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like going down to the river and like hauling water, mixing cement. And I mean, it was hard work. And he was like, that was the most amazing thing. You know, it, it's so hard, but it's like the most amazing thing. Mm-hmm. And and I do, I, you know, we're becoming this world of, you know, like, I think that there is a fine line between self-care and being selfish too, you know, where I, I don't want to do anything that I don't want to do. And, you know, it's like, even like I joke, like my daughter, like I will say like, you know, she says she has all these pictures on her phone and I'm like, yeah, 90% of them are selfies, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, where I'm just kind of like, you have to like think outside of yourself. Like that is yeah. how, and, and I, and I also think like, you know, tying it back into business, like I have seen in my business, like when I get in my head and, and I'll say this to my clients sometimes, like, you know, I had a client and she's like, I'm so frustrated. I've done all of this stuff. I've done everything. And mm-hmm. I'm just like frustrated. And I said, you need to put it aside you need to go serve somebody right now. And she's like, that is exactly what I needed to hear is Mm -hmm, just, mm -hmm. I need to go serve somebody. But it's like, how do we, we teach that to our kids? And, Mm -hmm. you know, I, you know, when I, so we moved, we were in El Paso when I started in the community rally. Mm -hmm. And when I moved to Houston, I had a harder time, like getting Mm -hmm. into the schools. And finally, you know, after COVID, I, I'm just like, oh, these kids need it more now than ever. Like they need mm-hmm. to, you know, they oh, need to absolutely. serve, they need to. And I just, just like, I am sick of waiting on the schools. And I said, I'm starting my own. I put out a, like a landing page and just said, who is it? This is what it is. Who is interested? 200 people. I mm-hmm. kid you not like mm-hmm. signed up. Mm-hmm. And so now I do them, um, like I do them in my clubhouse and I do the activities twice a month. And we have done like some really incredible like activities Mm -hmm. that have just been so like inspiring and moving, Mm -hmm. but it's also like, there's just so many people, there's so many kids out there that, Mm -hmm. you know, and and I say that because a lot of times I do these activities and it's the kids who are motivated and want to do it. And I'm like, it's the kids that are like forgotten that need it the most. And I'm always Mm -hmm. saying, I'm always saying to like the kids in the group, like just bring one person, just find one person who normally would not come like and, yes. and invite them and, yes. and bring them in. Like you're the leaders. Like if you're here, like bring, bring people, you know, yeah. I, I will spend 45 minutes before an activity, just picking up kids who don't have rides. You know, it's just like, if you can just help one person, just like mm-hmm. one person, but if mm-hmm. everybody would help just one person, it would be like, Oh my gosh. Beautiful. Right. <laughs> no. Yeah. 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 This is so, so powerful. And I have to just say like, from a business perspective, it's so obvious why you're successful in what you do business wise as well, because all of you that have been listening, do you hear like Brittany's going to make something happen? She's <laughs> like, right. Uh, what'd yes. you say? 
I'm proactive. I am. That is That's true. right. She's like, I'm going to get this done. I'm going to get up. I don't remember you messaged me one day, something like the 5 a.m. club or whatever, because we're up. Oh, we're yeah. getting it done. What, did I, what did I say? It was good. And you're like, I love that. What did I say? I'm like, mm-hmm. something about the goal getters are out. I said, rise and shout. The goal getters are the out. The goal getters are I- out. <laughs> That's what you said. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but I just love this because, you know, it's so obvious listening to you, how meaningful it is for you and how it's really taking something that you knew and felt all along your whole life, probably an important part of you and your mission. And it was able to come out in this, you know, beautiful way at a time when, when you needed it most and so many others did as well, who were touched by your son's gifts and goodness. And and it's, and it's been like, it's been so healing for me too. You know what I mean? To do And and, you know, it's, it's interesting because even, you know, in, in my life, like in my marriage, a lot of times we'd be going through something hard or, or, you know, like, Oh, this Mm -hmm. is so hard. And I would like say to my husband, like, we need to serve. Mm -hmm. Like this is life is so hard right now. We need to, we need to look for opportunities to serve. Mm -hmm. And, and it really is, my girlfriend, that's my best friend. She's like, you know, that everybody is not like this. Like, she's like, Mm -hmm. it, it, it comes so naturally for you to Mm -hmm. serve. Like, Mm -hmm. she's like, you do these things. And I would have never have thought. And I, I also believe in like the law of attraction. And I, you know, it's like Mm -hmm. the more you do, the more opportunity you will, you will find Mm -hmm. because it, it, Mm -hmm. it's on your mind. You know, like Mm -hmm. I remember like a time where at the grocery store and somebody, you know, like couldn't pay. And then, you know, like then they put stuff back and they figure out. And in my head, I'm like, why didn't I offer to pay? Mm-hmm. You know, and and so it's just like, but the more you do it, the more opportunity you will yeah. find, yeah. you know, and and yeah. it, and it's everywhere. And you know, and you don't have to go to a foreign country. Like right. it is literally in your own it's, like back door. You know, yeah. like so yeah. so many opportunities. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Okay. So. The Compassion Club, Compassion Foundation, people who are listening who are thinking, hey, I would love to have this in my community or my school or whatever, what do they do? How do they find you? So our website is showcompassion.org. Um, we, like I said, we sell a curriculum. The curriculum is $500, but you also have access to, I send out during the school year, you get every um, every month I send out a new updated activity mm-hmm. and an updated story, a tons mm-hmm. of principles. Like I love a good principle. Like mm-hmm. I love a good principle, mm-hmm. but just different. Like, you know, we have a, just a ton of different ideas. We share stories of some of the activities we're doing. Um, we did, you know, we're in Houston right now. We, well, I think like everywhere we've had a ton of like refugees mm-hmm. and, you know, I, I, we have done stuff with, um, we've set up apartments with refugees. We have done things with PTSD foundation with military. Mm-hmm. Um, we did one, um, this was a really cool one and they're coming to speak at our next activity, but with trafficking, mm-hmm. I was able to take some of my leaders. We were able to do a van tour and learn more about it. You know, just, mm-hmm. you know, there's so much opportunity. We did one where we did like a food drive for an animal rescue, mm-hmm. um, center, you know, mm-hmm. just, I mean, we just do a ton this, this month we're doing, we did candy bags for a women's shelter, like Halloween mm-hmm. candy bags. Mm-hmm. And then this is our second year doing, we did a Halloween costume drive 
where we go, people donate a bunch of costumes and we go through them and then we give them to these two low income schools Mm -hmm. in our school district. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's just, those are the ideas. Those are the things that like we, you know, like I'm, here's all these ideas, here's printables here, you know, you can do a lot, you can do a little, we give a bunch of different like ideas, some that are a lot of work, some that are not so much depending on what it is. So yeah, yeah. But that is how like we do it. We have, um, we have a bunch of compassion club gear that we sell too. If you just Mm -hmm. want a cute sweatshirt or shirt, we Mm -hmm. have a bunch of, of that stuff. So Mm-hmm. I mean, there, there's lots of, of ways, but yeah, yeah, I mean, love it. Everybody could benefit from a little bit more compassion these days, right? I know, so, right? Yes. And yeah. opportunities like this, because I don't know when I'm, I'm, as you were talking about all the opportunities, I'm imagining these kids being exposed to the many different challenges that people experience and by it's like it, you're showing compassion, but you're really gaining, you're having compassion, mm-hmm. right? You're understanding uh, yeah. what people experience. And I just think that that gives, gives us all as human beings a chance to have greater understanding of each other. So yeah, for yeah. sure. For sure. So. Well, this is amazing. And I will have all this information in the show notes, of course, so everyone can get a hold of you and um and get their hands on this amazing curriculum and thank you so much Brittany yes, for being thank you for having so me open and vulnerable and sharing this personal story this is just it's such an exciting thing that you're doing and um I'm excited to be a small part of it well thank you thanks for having me thanks Brittany thanks for listening to the masterful coach podcast If you're ready for complete support as you build your coaching business, check out Molly's collaborative community, the Masterful Coach Collective. It's a place where you'll have access to the best experts in the biz, community support, and guidance as you build your perfect business 90 days at a time. Visit www.mollyclaire.com for details.